everyone, it's Jacqueline Kramowski with the Herdbook Ag Media, giving you your Moving Iron Ag News update for this second week of March, covering the 7th through the 13th. In Washington this week, as most of you know, everyone is still talking about that $1,400 stimulus check to qualifying individuals as part of the larger $1.9 trillion U.S. COVID-19 relief package that was recently passed by the Senate. Now, the Farm Bureau recently had a good article come out about the 22. $7 billion cut of this package that is going to agriculture and nutritional provisions as part of that American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. So specifically, I'm just going to break down for you what some of the totals are in that percentage-wise, but I highly recommend you check out the Farm Bureau's full article. Um, For food purchase and distribution efforts and pandemic relief response, about 35% of ag's budget is going to that. 39%, so the highest cut of the budget, is going to debt forgiveness for farmers who qualify as being socially disadvantaged. Uh, A little less than 10% is going to support for other, for outreach and support for said socially disadvantaged farmers. 7.7% is going to food for peace, with 4.8% going to rural health care grants. Uh, 2.9%, nearly 3% going towards animal surveillance, um, as well as some other miscellaneous costs for the rest of that percentage, all very small, um, including overtime inspection costs for the food sector, administration, education support for socially disadvantaged farmers, and the inspector general. It looks like South America is in for a rough growing season overall. In Argentina, regions are seeing less than half of their typical rainfall amounts for this time of year. Uh, This means overall, the month of March is projected to be the driest the nation has seen in 30 years, which could have some serious implications for the country's soybean crop. Over in Brazil, farmers are getting an excessive amount of rain, so much so that their soybean harvest is 20% behind its normal pace due to fields being wet. This could also mean that Brazilian weather will make it difficult for a second corn planting to happen in the required time frame. We will see what kind of implications this could have for the global corn and soybean markets moving forward. One Missouri state legislator is looking to stop foreign entities from buying farmland in his home state, citing concerns about food security and national security. In the St. Louis Dispatch, Senator Doug Beck said nobody knows exactly how many acres have been sold. There is no tracking it, and there is no enforcement. Now, part of this is in response to some legislative changes that have happened in the state of Missouri, uh, beginning back in 2013 when it was illegal for foreign entities to purchase farmland in the state. However, later that year, a bipartisan group uh, overcame the mayor's veto to soften this rule, especially in in light of the Smith's Food Group as being purchased by the Shanghai Group. Now, note that Smithfield owns about 40,000 acres of farmland in Missouri alone. And so the new rules that followed about one week after the WH Group acquired Smithfield could own up to 1% of the state, would allow up to 1% of the state of Missouri to be foreign owned. And any transactions, though, would need to be approved by the Missouri Department of Agriculture. And, of course, Missouri isn't the only state that has had some of these issues or questions. So keep an eye on that discussion, and we will see where that goes. Crop insurance prices have experienced the largest increase in over a decade, according to experts. 
Corn is up 18% at 458 per bushel, highest since 2014. Soybeans have seen a 30% jump as prices are at 1187 a bushel, not seen since 2013. And then cotton has a 22% jump. Now, bear in mind that these are essentially the USDA limits that serve as floor prices and when it comes to pricing crop insurance. So with that, um, we can expect to see higher premiums that come with these higher prices, and producers say they have seen that increase in crop insurance quotes as a result for the upcoming year. And speaking of crops, onions are expected to go up as the deep freeze that happened down in Texas has damaged an estimated 25 to 40% of the total crop, which will be leading to higher prices in the coming months. All right, and that should catch y'all up for this second week of March. Thank you so much for tuning in. This Ag News Update is brought to you by the Herdbook Ag Media, serving all your agribusiness writing, communication, and media needs. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or our company website, the-herdbook.com.